This week on Erotic Awakening, no punishment dynamic, BJ versus FF, and trans day of visibility. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. The Erotic Weekly Podcast, as well as workshops by Dana and Dawn, are offered free of charge to our community. Because of the expenses involved, we're grateful to those that support us through Patreon and donations. People like the mighty Keith. And Becky. Just Becky? I made up an adjective for Keith. Don't you have an adjective for Becky? Becky's a sweetheart. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't know who Becky is, but everybody's a sweetheart that uh, donates to what we do. Fair enough. So it helps us do the thing. Hi, we do. Dawn. Hi, Dan. Jeez, didn't Did you say, say that already? Yes. Oh, sorry. Today, it's um, a, it's, I think I've got the brain fog. Oh, uh, well, you did just have your microchip installed. I did. So, yeah, I had my first shot today, and it was the pipe. Pfizer, Pfizer, Pfizer. Pfizer. Yes. Well, it starts with a P. P Pfizer. (laughs) (laughs) I think the P is silent, just like in P. Just like in P. So we E. (laughs) We we do we do (laughs) we we do we. Uh, Enough of that. Uh, First off, if you are so Don, I do want to mention a uh, and you actually you you added this to the show notes. I will not take credit for that, but I was already there. Um, today is Trans Day of Visibility. It and is. If you have been listening to our podcast, uh, we actually have to do a follow-up show in that we inter- we interviewed a couple from Canada mm-hmm. pre- Pre-operation, yep, I remember that. And they wanted to do another interview a year later, mm-hmm. and we asked them if we could a year later and they weren't ready. So we'll have they to were supposed up. to yeah, they were supposed to reach out to us, but that's been a little while ago. So I, I remember who it is. I remember who it is because they made us velvet bags for PXS. And showed up as fans at, to pick us up at the airport. I just ran across those pictures. So when I start going through Dropbox and mm-hmm. and um Drive, I've been coming across all kinds of random pictures like that. So that's so cool. They, they uh, fix us up the airport with big signs. And play the harp. <laughs> I am going to have to, we're yes. going to have to remember some names and look them up and see, make sure they're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, uh, you and I, and I, this is one thing I will say, and primarily not just the, well, the kink community and also the leather community, the alt community has given us the opportunity to meet a variety of people that identify as trans. Some of them uh, go through operations and we've had a wonderful interview with somebody who said, you know, I don't need a, an operation to be uh, gender Who correct. Who I am. Right, right. right. Um, and we've met some people that we met as a couple people that we've met as one gender prior to any uh, transitioning, and mm-hmm. we've watched them transition into who they've become. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So local and not local, and yeah. So, so I don't know what our listeners, I don't. I'm not going to assume what anybody's view or belief or ideas about anything is, but my views towards transsexuality and trans people in general are based on the interactions I've had with people Mm -hmm. as human beings. And I've been very fortunate because I don't know what it's like to be a trans human, right? I don't know what it would, what it feels like to be wearing uh, one gender and feeling like you should be the other. But, it's been very fortunate our interactions with people have helped me to not really understand that part, but just to see them as other human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So that's been cool for us. It's been cool. And I'm glad um, we've been able to be there to support those that we can and still have. Yeah, it's just neat. It's, it's neat to watch. So it's neat in some ways because I do have some interactions with people where they're just struggling so mm-hmm. much. And because I don't have the experience, I don't really know how to help them ex- with the struggle except to lend a shoulder. Right. So, well, if you identify as trans and you want to be treated as a human being <laughs> and instead of anything else, feel free to look us up. Absolutely. We'll treat you any way you want to be treated. <laughs> Uh, today on the podcast, we're going to be speaking with a fantastic couple that you happened to meet prior to us having this conversation here I've, in the Columbus, Ohio. I've met them here in the Columbus area for dinner and um, have also run into them at leather events. Right. So joining us on the podcast will be Slave Girl Jay and Daddy Don. who are going to had a great conversation with us on... Power exchange relationships that do not have a punishment, a punishment dynamic. dynamic. Right. You and I have a power exchange relationship, and we do have a punishment dynamic. And they uh, agreed to come on to the podcast and talk to us and help to educate us on that dynamic. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of cool because um, they're truck drivers. So, you know, we got to see them on video. You guys won't get to see them on video, but we did, so we could say hi to them. And um, so they're sitting in their truck, and they're probably in a parking lot somewhere. And so that was kind of cool. And we are going to get into that in just a moment. Mm -hmm. Great interview. Uh, But first, we have to tell you... Oh, about all of our stuff? No, I only put one class on there. So because I just sent out the newsletter yesterday, and um, so most of our classes are on there. But we do have one. This is going to go out today, Today, which is Wednesday. yes. And we have a class in two days. So on Friday, we were trying to get this on here. So anybody listening... On time would know about this class. Mm-hmm. So uh, PK presents Alchemy Turn Jealousy into Compersion. And that is this Friday, Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. So you can find that on FetLife if you look under Dan Zarani, which is me, or Dan and Dawn, no spaces. That's us. <laughs> on the FetLife. <laughs> on the FetLife. And it is under the event. So, And they're only taking the first 100 people to sign up. Voila. Cool. So we'll be talking about jealousy and how to turn jealousy into compersion. And uh, once again, I'm seeing on Facebook, on Facebook poly groups, where people are going, if you're experiencing uh, jealousy, <laughs> that you have no business being poly. And I've had to write on there and go, jealousy is just another emotion. Mm-hmm. It's how you handle it. I, it's just like anger. It's just like happiness. It is an emotion. So I've been doing this for 20 years. And oh, man, I'm tingling and I'm frustrated. So it's like I absolutely went through jealousy and will probably still go through jealousy. Yeah, I was I saw that thread. Oh, and did I you? Yes. <laughs> and I appreciate your Oh, restraint. you responded to it too right. because uh, yes, because someone said jealousy should not be experienced or wasn't allowed. I think right. that's what they said. Right. And and I asked for clarification and they simply repeated that jealousy would not be allowed in any of their relationships and i just let that go because <laughs> because we can laugh at it well, <laughs> i wasn't gonna go there uh, because i don't it it doesn't resonate for me jealousy as you said jealousy is the thing yeah it's the it, feeling it's, it's not bad you know i would hate to be in a relationship with somebody and feel a little jealousy and they're like oh you felt jealousy you're out 
Right. I mean, how what, you react right. is what should be focused on. And even on, if you opinion. react bad, which we've both done before, sure. it's how you it's how you handle it completely. Yeah. You know, are you mm, anyway, we'll talk about this during our workshop okay. without being on the soapbox soapbox so much on Friday night. Really quickly, we have to tell you about the difference between uh, when a blowjob becomes a face fuck. But first, we do have... Oh, yeah. I didn't respond to that, but go ahead. We have hundreds of new subscribers to the newsletter. It's awesome. So it's we not have, hundreds. It's, it's not hundreds, but it's still a lot. I love it because this is the easiest way to find out what we're doing, especially with all these Zoom calls we're doing now. And, and it's just fun to call out all these people that become it, little subscribers. It is. And, it is. And I'm doing daytime classes now, too, because people in England and Scotland said, can you please have it later in the afternoon so it's in our evening and not during our workday? People in all over the world, including perhaps South Africa. Indeed. Danielle in Michigan is one of these people, these new subscribers. Lee in Oklahoma. Jean in Colorado. Uh, Mark in Canada. Duh, Linda in Washington. Jay in Chicago. Kane in South Africa. Katie. Oh, she, get, she really narrowed it down. She's in the U.S. I wonder if that's our Katie. It could be. Molly in Austin. Bryn in California, and I think I know that person too. And me in Florida. Awesome. So head over to eroticawakening.com and find the Get Your EA shout out to sign up for the occasional newsletter. One of these days I'm going to fix that sentence. Yeah? Head over to eroticawakening.com and find the Get Your EA shout out. That just doesn't flow. Find the Get Ya. Yeah. Sign up for the newsletter. On eroticawakening.com. So, Dawn, on our <laughs> Discord site, uh, which we invite everybody to go check out if they so are inclined. And I'll be sending out a newsletter soon, I think, with how to sign up for the Discord. On our uh, chat, somebody had asked, when does, and now I will ask you, Dawn, for this. Okay. When it does a blowjob become a face fuck? When does a blowjob become a face fuck? When the person being given the blowjob takes over whether it's slow whether it's hard but usually when i give a blowjob mm-hmm. i'm giving a blowjob the person lays back or sits up or whatever and enjoys mm-hmm. once they take my head or tell me to sit still or whatever and they take over for me that's a facebook face mm-hmm. fuck it can be them grabbing my ears grabbing my hair or like i said Doing it softly, it doesn't matter. So, and I guess that would be the only spot that I wonder is even if they're doing, even if it's still a soft, uh-huh. sensual thing, it's still it's for just me. A, that's, yeah, they're still fucking my face. Okay. To me, it's a top bottom sort of thing arrangement. You know what I mean? Either I'm giving or I'm receiving. So it's either a blowjob giving or a face fuck receiving. What if you are giving a blowjob? They're doing the only activity that they have beyond being passive is giving you instructions. If they're in control, it's mm-hmm. a face fuck. Okay, okay, fair they enough. They don't have to physically be in control, they can vocally be in control. Have you ever been eating a pussy and had somebody grab your hair and make and just grind your face? Yes. Oh, that's you my story. were there. <laughs> You were there, man. It's when we first got together. It's when we were dating um, the two women. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was in front of the fireplace. And you told me to bury my face, and I did. And she clamped her thighs on my head. I thought I was going to suffocate. <laughs> I, I thought I was going to suffocate on a blowjob, too. <laughs> I, I have to face. admit, 
<laughs> I find being having somebody like lose control and grab my head and mm-hmm. to be pretty erotic if it comes from a place of them losing control. Right. I don't particularly like it if they're doing it as a as in, as a dominant action right. per se. Uh, but it's because they've lost control. That's pretty hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Agreed. That was pretty simple. It was. For me, anyway, I do like the face fuck. I don't uh, like to be suffocated. <laughs> I do like the face fuck. Please pull it out when I start beating on your thighs. <laughs> so we are... Uh, I need air. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so let's get into that interview. First, I do have to say, Dawn, I am the one that posted... The tentacles. And this also went to our um, Discord channel. I found a lollipop, small lollipop. You did. Normal size lollipop, but it had an octopus inside of it. A little itty bitty octopus. And you can't tell if it's candy or if it's real. I'm pretty sure. I think it's both. I think it's well, a real it's, octopus in a candy coating. I think it is too. Kind yeah. of like you see with scorpions and That's a sucker worms. sucker. It's a sucker sucker. Yeah. Octopus sucker. Uh-huh. I get it. Okay. But it's still food. It is. <laughs> I don't want to eat it. Well, I would I like to eat. I want to fuck it, and you can't fuck lollipop because they have sugar in them. All of our, both tentacles and food on boobs is related to food this time around. It is. So someone posted a picture on our Discord of a Kraken potato masher. That was from yep. Monotaurus. I was going to say, just not anyone. But the way, it's, the way it was shaped, you can turn that around and fuck with it. And it looks like it's made out of plastic, so it's a fucking Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> and then Trover, uh, longtime friend of the podcast, and well, actually, friend of ours, mm-hmm. uh, fried eggs on boobs and boobs as a taco holder. That was really cute. That was the, really cute. The taco holder boobs. And it's really neat. We always talk about these pictures, but now that people just slap them onto the old Discord uh-huh. site, now everybody can see them. Yeah, I really like that. So that's really cool. So. Um, off we go to our interview, if you have other... Well, I was going to do the Instagram. What did I post on Instagram recently? I don't even know. So, I know I've been posting stuff on here, and why does Instagram have to be so complicated? So, I can't figure out you... what I posted recently. <laughs> I've posted something. It was probably the dog and the cat. I think they were cuddling together or something. Whenever you <laughs> try to do your phone, or you try and bring an app up or something like that, uh-huh. I picture, uh, like car wheel squealing is <laughs> going to crash as you try and bring your phone up. All right. Uh, Daddy Dawn and Slave Girl Jay. Fantastic conversation they had with us. Let's give it a listen. Dawn, tonight on the podcast, we are joined by Sir Daddy Dawn and Slave Girl Jay. And this conversation happens, I guess, well, it's going to end up with, because I am a, I was a bit arrogant. But a bit we'll, arrogant? But we'll get there in okay. a moment. Before that, first off, uh, Sir Daddy Dawn and Slave Girl Jay, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, do me a favor. We were going over your background and who you are and your bio and all that stuff, and it's just too much. So you tell us a little bit about yourselves. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll try to keep it short and put it in a nutshell. How's that? Great. Um, I am a long-haul truck driver. Um, and the girl has been in the truck serving me for coming up on eight years now. Um, <clears throat> during that time, right after we first got started, we ran four and won Northwest Master Slave 2016 and then went on to win 2017 International Master Slave. Otherwise, we're just 
long haul truckers out here doing our thing. Fantastic. Awesome. And, and now I have, uh, we're not doing this one via video, but I can see you're sitting in the cab. I assume that that is not just a small apartment, but that is the cab of some big truck somewhere. Where, it, where do you, it is, yes. Where are you guys at currently? Um, right now I'm parked just north of Baltimore, Maryland. Oh, oh okay. almost my old stomping grounds. So I'm from the <laughs> eastern shore of Maryland. Enjoy the crab okay. kicks. And and Dawn tells me that she's actually, and I, I appreciate you guys are not only long haul truckers that you meet everybody in the world, you're multiple title owners, you probably meet a thousand people a day. Uh, Dawn says that she has met you here in the Columbus, Ohio. I ha- have. Having a meal with our good friends, Brenda and Arcane. Yes. So we yeah, all yeah. we all met at um, the barbecue place, City Barbecue, in a back yeah, room. Yeah, in a picture of that. Yeah. Good so time. It was a good was. time. Very cool. <laughs> all right, let's talk about uh, my arrogance. So <laughs> not that long ago, okay, it was a couple of years ago. All right, a lot of years ago. Back when I was a young pup in the power exchange dynamic, I remember seeing on the FetLife, somebody was saying, well, we have a power exchange relationship, but there's no punishment dynamic. Mm -hmm. And I said something in my arrogance, like, well, then it's just a relationship. Don't pretend it's power exchange. Now, you go forward (laughs) a few years, and you and I are, are hanging out with every couple of weeks. We sit in a group conversation with people that have far more experience in power exchange than we do, right? Yeah, we, we've actually been doing this for 20 years, and there's people in this group that we sit in on that have been doing it for like 35 years. Yeah. So it's actually pretty, wow. it's pretty amazing. It's, it's really, really, it's awesome. And of these six couplings, the question came up the other day. So, you know, do you have a punishment dynamic? And nobody does. Except for you and me. Except for, yeah, except for me and Dan. We're the only ones with a punishment dynamic. And um, it's like, oh, okay, well, we've actually known some of them for years and didn't realize that. Right. Because we don't do, usually our punishment isn't seen, right? So I think I just assumed that I wasn't seeing other people's punishment. And then they're like, no, we don't have a punishment dynamic. And I'm like, I don't get that. This led so. me to posting on that <laughs> somebody asked us on the podcast, well, what's it like when you have a non-punishment dynamic? And we said, well, you don't fucking know. <laughs> but I asked it on the old FetLife or Facebook, one of those Facebook groups, and you guys uh, uh, gracefully volunteered to help educate us about that. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a terrible interview if the first question is no, but uh, do you guys practice a non-punishment dynamic in your power exchange? Yes, we do. Okay, good. I thought I, I asked that very confusingly. <laughs> Thanks for passing it on. That that was easy. So clearly, um, and and I mean, just the the fact alone, you have multiple power exchange titles, including international. You've been doing this in a situation where you're, I assume, pretty much in each other's space, pretty much twenty four seven as long haul truckers, yeah. right? So you got to have something going on, right? So. So help me understand, what is a non-punishment power exchange dynamic? How, how do you define that? What does that? it look like? Yeah. Um, I would say right off the bat that I define it um, alignment of will. That's, that's just how we do it. I certainly am the leader. I am her master. I'm the one to 
guide our dynamics in our relationship and certainly her growth and her life. Um, but it, it's in alignment of will. It's that I work on my communication to a point that I get her to understand why we're heading down this certain path I'm heading down. Okay. okay. So much of what all of us do is about the, the intent and the cost of what the thing is. So for, for me, if I was to have like between 10 squads to get past the misconduct or communication or whatever it is, that doesn't benefit either one of us in any way that feels good to our relationship. It makes us feel like, uh, makes her feel like she's domineering and angry or, and it makes me feel like I can't use the punishment as absolute. I can't move past the punishment with a physical punishment uh, to move forward with whatever the next action is. There's a lot of like mental stuff I have to get over before uh, the piece of the punishment is coming. Okay. So what I'm hearing is, is that there's more guidance involved. So instead of punishment is what I'm hearing. Okay. So let me make sure that I'm actually describing uh, that that we're using the word punishment in the same way, because certainly in and Don and I do have a punishment dynamic, but it's certainly physical punishment is not a prime. That's that's a little sidebar. That's a it happens on occasion, but often punishment in our household is the denial of service or removing a right or taking away. So, for example, Slave Girl Jay, have you never done anything that that Sir Daddy Dawn was simply opposed to or had a, a very strong feeling that, look, I'm going to do this thing. You just have to deal with it. It's who I am. Have I done that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. There's, there's certainly times where I want to do something and she's like, yeah, no. And it's really hard for me as a as a very alpha type to either bite my tongue or come back to her in a way that's more respectful than just going I'm going to do it this way because I want to you know but I, I gotta keep pushing like, on that a little bit if you don't mind but you're a human being I don't I, I appreciate that you're an international slave and all this kind of jazz but the reality is you are a human well, being right and you say, I try and bite my tongue. Has it never slipped past? Have you have you not have you always been in control that you haven't passed crossed the line? Well, consider the environment we're living in that you're talking about, the whole truck mm-hmm. where a lot of people we know, uh, specifically at that dinner that we got to meet Don was uh, someone was saying, When we have a really serious issue we need to get through or miscommunication we need to hash out we get in the car and we take a road trip and don't get out of the car until we're done. Well, when the road trip is your whole life, mm. yes, there are times when I, when it's really hard for me not to go, what the heck was that decision, sir? Like, why, why, why are we doing that? Or why can't I do that is usually what it is. Why can't I do that? And so it may come out, sir, why can't I do that? But it's still... It's not to the degree of, well, F that I'm going to do it anyway. You know, there's mm-hmm. a there's a really fine line between why the heck can't I and I'm going to do it anyway. And the 
fact that we've agreed to this power exchange is why I don't cross the I'm doing it anyway. And if I can just expand a little on what you were saying, I, I think at the end of the day, a lot of this simply could be verbiage. Mm. Have there been times when, whether she wasn't paying attention in the way that I wanted her to, or maybe she got busy in her own head serving, you know, elsewhere, like when we're at a big conference, have there been times where I have said, guess what, I'll handle this issue myself. You don't get to serve. Mm. Absolutely. But do I call it a punishment? No. She just doesn't get rewarded by being able to continue service to me in that manner or in that moment. And maybe that's the difference. It's not a thought out if you don't do it this way or if you do that thing, you get X, Y, Z taken from you. It's in the moment she'll go, never mind, I'm going to handle it anyway. And I go with proud that. <laughs> and then we come back and talk about it later. Mm. So instead of punishment, and again, what I'm hearing is instead of punishment, it's a not rewarded, well, which is different. No, it? it's it's not because no, I, I tell. Think. Well, you tell me. You tell me, Dawn. Okay. If I if I said if you or I, you and I are at so and so event, and I say, Dawn, uh, get me a oh. get me a coke, and but I you're in you're, you're in the midst of having some art conversation with Arcane, and you're not paying attention, and I say. And I get up and I get my own Coke. And you said, oh, did you want something? So I said, yeah, but I did it myself. Ouch. Because you were, doesn't that feel like punishment? It feels like punishment. So I think it that's. Just, so maybe it is verbiage. I don't know. It is certainly ouchy in those moments. <laughs> yeah. Not being able to do the thing, right? Over here for Yeah. So, huh. I, okay, go ahead. I, I think for me, I mean, we certainly had long, long talks about how this dynamic was going to work for both of us when we first started. And I, I came from a very um, physically abusive childhood. Mm. And so punishment has an, an intonation in my head that I'm just not comfortable with, especially when in our dynamic, I want to know that she is choosing to serve me every single day. Mm-hmm. Every single day she gets up. And, and in my mind, I need to know that she chooses still be here and offer me this service and my brain just can't wrap around and in my head I see that fist in the air of the word punishment Mm -hmm. and I I wouldn't know how to do that without uh, feeling as if it was all coming from anger whether it was or not it isn't the point to me it would feel as if every punishment was done in anger and that's not something that I personally am comfortable with Okay, fair enough. Let me run this scenario by you then. And again, this is just curiosity how your power exchange works, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's allowed to do it however they want. If we were at an event and perhaps the um, four of us were having sitting at a table eating shrimp cocktail. I don't know why shrimp cocktail, but <laughs> apparently I haven't had enough dinner. And um, slave girl Jay said, Dan, I think you're probably the worst master I've ever seen. Would you... Sir Daddy Dawn feel responsible for that comment. Oh, absolutely. Um, first off, she'd better not ever say that in public to anyone. <laughs> um, because again, she knows what I expect uh, 
from her in, in public and, and how I expect to, to uh, you know, her to control herself, her to present herself. And, and that would be crossing a line that I think in that moment she would go, I just bit off my tongue and guess what? Now I have to go away. Um, yeah. So, but yes, I would take all the responsibility of that. And that's that alignment of will that <clears throat> she understands, you know, we, I, I won't say we have unspoken rules, but she understands how I control myself in public and therefore she has to follow that, that lead. Mm-hmm. But it, I obviously, and, and I certainly don't want to imply that Slave Girl J would ever say anything like that. This is a made-up sort of thing. <laughs> Maybe what she actually said was that I put when I put mustard on my shrimp cocktail, that was the worst mustard ever. Not instead of the worst master ever. Oh, you just misheard. Maybe we just misheard, misheard right? It comes with age. But, oh, shut up. See, I try to be bratty <laughs> sometimes. I did it. <laughs> uh, I'll punish you when I'm done laughing at you. Anyway... <laughs> But in a similar situation where you hold your, you hold yourself accountable for those actions of Slave Girl J, there would be a, a ret- oh boy, I don't even, the language is tricky, right? A price to pay. You would have to exert your authority in some way. And you just don't use that terminology of punishment. It would be a different way. Correct. Correct. In, in that situation, mm-hmm. um, I, I can't think of any particular time that I have felt stepped out of line in public or, you know, exerted a little bit too much. But I'm also very aware that um, my girl is very intentional in her verbiage mm-hmm. and how she chooses to, to hold herself. And I know without a doubt that if, even if I felt she was stepping over a line, she would have a damn good explanation for me later mm. on. When I did confront her and say, hey, what was that all about? She would say, this and this and this. And, you know, if you feel I was out of line, please tell me. But I need, I felt the need to say that. It all, we're all coming from a place of modifying or curbing. We're all coming from a place of modifying or correcting. There is correction and modification of my behavior that happens here. If we just don't use the words that are uh, punishment based, mm-hmm. so it's all it is the same thing. <laughs> she corrects my behavior all the time, and she corrects the way that I exist out in the world all the time. There's uh, nothing I can do in here without her seeing me. <laughs> that, that, that includes like how I exist on the interweb, since mm-hmm. you know. We're sitting this far apart and the phone is here and she can see if I'm on it or doing something or whatever else. And often we'll go, if she can't see exactly what it is, too long has gone by, she'll go, what are you up to or who are you chatting with or whatever the case be. Um, and of course I tell her. So it's just, she, she, she is all the time correcting behavior. It's just not seen in the same way by the two of us. And I think that actually just sitting and talking about it might just be the feeling that come with the word. Mm. Oh yeah, that would make sense. So I wouldn't use the word punishment either, either if it had that, that much of a feeling behind it. Yeah. So, but I'm hearing, so I'm, I'm, but I am hearing correction and things like that. So 
Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and actually, this, <clears throat> all of my questions from here on out will be bullshit because I totally get it. <laughs> the whole, how you just explained it with, <laughs> with modification and correction as that address, it's like, oh, that's exactly what I do. I use different terminology. And, and, and on occasion, I pinched on as well, which is the physical aspect. Yeah, and, and if, we look, if we look at our relationship, our relationship is punishment-based. But when's the last time you actually punished me? I mean, there's been correction, there's been guidance, there's been, what's that other word we use? I but, guess that's, but, but uh, discipline is the other word, right? right. But I, and I guess that's really what the, the crux comes down to is that it's just something that we know is there. It's part right. of that dynamic that we know is there is that if things get totally out of line, we have the punishment dynamic. Right. I think that we're talking about the same thing, though, because as you guys are talking about, and the reality is a good leader in a leader-follower relationship like yourself, Sir Daddy Dawn, you don't let things get that far out of whack, that punishment, that the big things are required, right? You address things as they go. If a modification is needed, you address it then. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, um, you know, good communication and efficient protocols keep things in alignment. Um, you know, there are, there are times I will have a goal for her that I, I feel I want her to achieve, whether it's for her emotional or mental, you know, intellectual growth. And if I feel that pushback, I, I tend to pull back just my own personality. I'll pull back and look at, is, is this for me or do I really want this for her? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if something were to happen to me tomorrow, I have a 31-year-old who has served me extremely well for 10 years but has nothing out there in the world. So how can I help her, you know, be ready for the world to be better and to be able to achieve more? So are my goals, you know, self-serving for me or are they actually, you know, going to benefit my girl? And to me, that's, that those efficient protocols, I, I want to better her in order to receive better service. Of course, there is that, that you know, I am the master and I, I want what I want here, but I also want to be able to push her up and, and benefit from those tools that, that she's able to gain through that. Right. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, I got, I, I obviously, I, I, my questions are answered. I get it. It makes total sense to me now, but I, I do have one more question for you, if you don't mind. Living on the road eight years so far, right? Is there a point? Yeah. Are you guys done? Is eight years enough? Or are you like, no, no, we're good for another eight years or so? <laughs> yes, sir. Are we done? <laughs> <laughs> she brought the trucking into our relationship, right? How long were you trucking before? Um, I've been trucking for 39 years. Oh, wow. So it, it, I mean, I grew up in it. I got my first driver's license behind the wheel of my grandfather's semi-truck. So <laughs> it, it's been my whole life. We've, we've talked about it. We've looked into it. We've attempted to try to come off the road, and it, it's just too unsettling for me right now. Mm-hmm. It makes more sense out here. So Very cool. Right now, this is where you'll find us. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hopefully you'll come through Columbus again after COVID. <laughs> after COVID, yes. <laughs> Slave Girl Jay and Sir Daddy Dawn, it has been a pleasure to talk to you. I'm so happy that we had this opportunity to connect. I do hope that in some kind of a post-COVID world, uh, if you do come through town, I know the best trucker coffee stops in town. I 
know where all the coffee is in town, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, it's kind of a, well, let's not talk about that right now. <laughs> Guys, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. If other power exchange trucking couples or anyone wants to get a hold of you to find out about, I'm sure you guys being in the uh, leather title holder family, teach classes, that kind of thing. How can people get a hold of you? Um, the easiest way is on Facebook. We have a page called Sir and Girl Jay's Journey. The easiest way to find us. Also our email, sirandgirljay@gmail.com. Awesome. Fantastic. I'm writing that down because I want to join. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Hang out with us for a minute as we wrap up this show. Don't go anywhere. Take a moment to support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. If you like what you were doing, head over to Patreon.com, Erotic Awakening, Bias a Semi. Or take a look at the other options, like <laughs> discounted stuff, extra content, and more. Info going out to Patreon supporters soon about the next Patreon chat. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Dan. Bye, Slave Girl J. Bye, Slave Girl. Bye.